You know what time it is. It's time for you to grab your cup. Come on in and sit down with a cup of soul on your radio. You are listening to Dejoa Soul Cafe. All right, we're here with Dejoa Soul Cafe, and today we are talking about um, everybody's enemy, Miss Rona. Uh, we have a special guest today. His name is Devin Jones. Devin, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, like where you're from, um, anything that you're comfortable talking about. Okay, so... Uh government name is Devin Jones um, a lot of people know me by Debbie Franco um, from the music side or the music scene that I was in I did music from 2008 on a serious note all the way up to um, the beginning roughly of 2020 um, I stopped that uh, just to focus more on work uh, but I have I did a lot of shows opening up for a lot of uh, major acts have songs with uh, T Wayne Juicy J Gucci Man um who else uh i've met artists of like machine gun kelly g easy <laughs> um yeah so just look up debbie franco if you if people are interested in uh knowing the music side of me um i'm tripping like i did not even know yep, that you that's I something mean... i really don't brag about a whole lot but i've, I've <laughs> I see. yeah i've um performed in front of thousands of people Gosh. um was a registered artist on live nations i have about six or seven Live Nation shows under my belt, which the last time I checked was more than any other local artist here in India has, uh, has done. Um, wow. But yeah, I've, I have a decent resume on uh, the music side. So if you look up Debbie Franco, D-E-V-I Franco, F-R-A-N-C-O, um, I'm on all major platforms. I had a song called uh, Pain that was posted on um, Worldstar, and that did over a million views in 24 hours. So we will definitely have a whole nother okay. music type segment where yeah. we'll have to talk to you okay. again. Um, so, um, well, let's just jump right on in. Um, in an article from PewResearch.org, they say 71% of Americans have heard of some type of coronavirus conspiracy theory mm-hmm. as it pertains to the virus being planned, okay? Mm-hmm. 20% is probably true and five percent of adults say that it is true according to uh their research center survey so now we know when it comes to conspiracy theories education about the subject is important so Devin, Mm -hmm. what do you think and why is the coronavirus um a conspiracy in your in your eyes so um just analyzing it from like the working standpoint of it so like it had the outbreak you know while i was here working at the warehouse um and you know every as as the news first broke out you know i had a lot of people nervous had myself nervous um after i guess seeing the numbers and all that um you know it was kind of believable in a sense up to the point that then you started having um the information coming out that was saying that the uh, health department was getting paid um to say that you know, like if somebody had passed away, they were trying to deem it as a COVID death. Um, and that kind of sparked my interest. So the backpedal back on that, um, you know, I started paying attention to it. Um, and I believe that it was almost like a, a soft rollout for martial law um, and to see how much the, the American people will comply um, to orders that, you know, was established from um, a governmental standpoint. Um, so breaking down on that, um, I feel like it was something that was set 
ends of play, is COVID-19 a real thing? Yes, it is. But is the numbers as big as they're saying it is? I don't believe that they are. I think those are being uh, manipulated to put people into more of a fear to comply with uh, the demands that they want to set in stone for people. Um, but I just believe that it's one of those things where you, you incite fear in people, you do a soft rollout or a, a lockdown, um, a travel ban, just to see if we would comply. A lot of people did comply to it. Um, a lot of people couldn't work due to that. Uh, so then now that everybody's in lockdown, you're going to have um, depression rates go up. You're also going to have um, a lot more anxiety uh, go up, a lot more aggravation going up. Now, mind you, while you're at home, a lot of people are really not paying attention um, to like the TV. They're mo mostly on social media, but you were only hearing about COVID, 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 COVID. Um, so, you know, to try to take your mind away from that, a lot of people are on social media. So from that standpoint, um, you know, everybody's not at the same um, mental level that they were going into COVID because now you have all these restrictions, you're getting concerned, you're getting aggravated because you can't do the normal thing. So on top of that, now the focus from COVID-19 then slowly shifted towards before they were about to release saying, hey, everybody can go back to work and all of that. Um, you had um, like the police brutality. It's always been a thing. Um, and, you know, like the media uh, would cover it. But I feel like they're really hammering on it because it's all in, in, in my mind, like a mental um, some way of a mental like warfare to people. So um, they mess with your, your psychological well-being. They did the lockdown. Now you're focused on police brutality because that's all you're seeing across Facebook and all the social media platforms that everybody utilizes. So then they open up the, um, you know, I guess America back up in a sense. And um, now all of a sudden you have people coming out of the house more aggravated and this, this and that on, you know, what they were seeing going on with the police. Mm -hmm. So it low key created a perfect storm to create protests and all this other stuff. Because mind you, police brutality has always been around. But why now are we emphasizing um, and taking um, clippets and, and just body cam footage now? Um, out to the general public mm -hmm. um, so I feel like they're, it's the perfect um, storm to do that, that theory of divide and conquer so if you can divide us as people um, you can conquer us and then you're kind of like just playing a chess game as far as putting um, you know black, white, whatever race you are against mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. to create divisions where then you can now you've already rolled out the soft martial law exactly, mm -hmm. you manipulate, you created a soft martial law rollout to where now the if we were to go in a civil war which i've been um watching a lot of podcasts um and just doing research on it we're not really that far away from it because with the uh, antifa and black lives matter um some of the research on that is they're both getting funded by george soros which um if, for anybody that doesn't know who that is look up george soros um he was i believe he originally was um a jew he sold out his own people to Hitler, and he's one of the richest men in the world that is funding a lot of what's going on now. So the reason why I say that is if you look back into some of those protest videos, you'll see pallets of uh, bricks just sitting there yeah. randomly in downtown areas. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of like people just in all black, like kind of like riot gear that are just starting inciting the riot that aren't necessarily even a, um, African-American or a black person. Um, and it, it's, he's funding both sides. So what people think is really a, a good cause, um, to a degree it could be, 
but I feel like there's a, a lot of deeper roots behind that. And at the end of the day, it's just all an agenda to shift over, in my opinion, into a new world order. You have one world currency, one world government, and one world religion. And, you know, once upon a time, you could pray in school and all that. It wouldn't, you know, hurt anybody's feelings. Um, you could use in God we trust and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but they wanted to try to take all that away. So then what's to become after that? There would have to be some kind of religious thing that, you know, you would try to press upon people. And then as far as the digital currency goes, you know. I was going to ask you because now all of a sudden we're out of exactly, the chain. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, you've got the chain. And I call this, I would say, about a month into COVID. So I'm thinking, okay, if this is a disease that is um, spreading on services, I guarantee you it's going to wipe out the money or the currency as we know it. Um, and I, I think they're testing out the numbers and putting more um, debit cards in people's pockets by doing the stimulus packages. So that if you didn't have a bank account, now all of a sudden, you know, you can sign up and say, you know, they'll send you a card and then have that money. You know, you activate it like any kind of like tax turbo card or anything like that. And now you have a debit card that you can put money on that has you know, an account number and routing numbers. I remember a long, long time ago, um, maybe in the late 90s or early mm -hmm. 2000s there was an article that came out about the future and mm -hmm. how people were going to get chipped because mm -hmm. there was going to be no more currency. Exactly. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And, you know, people kind of brushed it off. But now when you mm -hmm. hear things like this and you see what's going on, mm -hmm. it doesn't make you wonder, yeah. are they trying to really get to that mm -hmm. one thing so they can keep track of everybody? Now, I'm going to ask you, where do you get all of this stuff? So a lot of it is, is, is I'm, a, I'm a critical thinker and I analyze a lot of the things. So I, I try to think more deeper mm -hmm. than what they're trying to feed you. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we have choices, but there are already several choices that are already made to make us feel like we have a choice. Just like Jeez. looking over there and at everything that you have options of eating. It's nothing that anybody probably requested. It's it's something that um, the companies that are in the loop with all these higher ups or higher um, power that may be um, that are feeding us, you know, uh, I would say like poison. Like, yeah, exactly. And this is what you have to choose from. Yep. And, and, and so we naturally would think we have those choices, but we don't. Um, and as far as the, the vaccines, so you hear a lot of, about Bill Gates, uh, Dr. Facetti, um, and then they all tie back to George Soros. They all have ties to the Wuhan lab where this original outbreak happened from or came from. And it, there's a long track record of um, all these other sub um, companies that Bill Gates has created that um, most people wouldn't know that he's associated with because it's not a Bill Gates or Melinda fund or anything like that. You would just have to research all these other health organizations and then see who's the one behind that. You have to just open up the door. A lot of people are only looking at the service. They just need to dig a little bit deeper to get you know that kind of information. But um, with the vaccines, though, they're going to do it the same kind of way. They're going to make it think, make us think we have a choice. But in our reality, we won't have a choice because it's going to be one of those things. Well, you have the option to get it, get the vaccine. But if you don't, then work. you're not going to be able to go to work. You can't go to the store and all that. And then what I was hearing, too, is there's microbots inside that vaccine that Bill Gates has created. And, if, and before this whole COVID uh, outbreak happened, you had all these big wigs that were CEOs of like Disney, um, even Bill Gates sold out Microsoft. They're just all dropping out of these companies and then they're jumping into the health health side of things. And to become rich with doing that, they're trying to turn the health department or the health side into a monopoly. So when you say microbots, microbots to do what? So and th this is going to sound far-fetched, but it's a real thing. I can't think off the top of my head what, what the technology is called, but they have the CIA uses it. Um, and you can literally mess if they get a sample of your blood 
um, this is just the basic roots of what it can do, and then I'll go into um, the actual vaccine. But if they get a sample of your blood, your DNA, um, they can actually manipulate it in a computer to make it feel like, you know, say if you're driving, they could be in a car behind you, typing in whatever they type the code is for it, um, which I imagine there's different codes, and they can make it feel like you're on fire, like somebody has like a, a beam of like fire on you. They can also make it feel like you, when you're eating something or not even eating, and you're just driving that your mouth all of a sudden feels like you just ate the world's hottest chili pepper. They can manipulate it through wave frequencies that would interact with how your DNA structure is formed. But why would they want to do that? Um, that is called, um, what do they call that? What uh, would they get out of it? What's the reason? So the reason for that is, so say if you know too much about the government, they can put like a, um, a targeted individual um, hit on you to where they'll make it feel like you're going crazy. So if, if I knew too much, they could hit me and say, hey, um, this person knows too much information. Let's pay, like they call it gang stalking, so they can pay people to follow you around and make it feel like you're crazy, but you're really not. And then they can it's also... Discredit you. Exactly. So then when you start getting weird symptoms that you can't explain, mm -hmm. then they're going to be like, well, th that person's out of their mind. So in that, and then, Exactly. So at the end of the day, it's, it's another psychological warfare that they're putting on people that know too much information and that are leaking out stuff that they shouldn't. Um, now back to the vaccine aspect of the microbots, they, that would be the same principle, but with the microbots, they could be able to manipulate those bots to form into any kind of disease, um, any kind of uh, anything. They could, they could, you know, completely rearrange our DNA while that vaccine's in you. Um, and now you have all these microorganism bots that are staying inside your bloodstreams and your cells and all that. Um, that they could turn and, and one day you could be completely fine, never have had, you know, uh, practice abstinence. Now all of a sudden you have uh, um, AIDS. Mm -hmm. They can they can just manipulate it and control those bots inside you to make you make you have um, symptoms. They could even turn us into zombies. Who knows what they can do with it? But that's that's the that's the aspect that a lot of people are trying to press back on is because they have those microorganisms that can be uh, controlled and changed with the computer. So basically. The thing I hear when you say that is mm -hmm. instead of using, you know, uh, a vaccine to, you know, uh, get rid of some of the people on the earth, they'll just use these microbots mm -hmm. instead um, to have these incurable diseases or whatever to eliminate people mm -hmm. and, you know, kill off populations. Exactly. That's very interesting. So at the end of the day, it's just population control. They say that we have too many people on this planet and the uh, green agenda i think it's called um they worded it as like a green something but um it was back in like the early 90s mid 90s um bill gates i think was part of that um bill clinton um but it, they they changed it from agenda 21 and so i think it was the green agenda which i think it might be wrong on that but it's green something and pretty much it's talking about population control and how they're how they what their plan is to save the our world in a sense which is really pretty sad because i think about like i have a, a two grandchildren mm -hmm. I have one year one well she's 19 months and i have an eight-year-old grandson and you know you think about what kind of world are we going to leave them mm -hmm. you know because clearly things have changed mm -hmm. a lot right yep. um so do you feel like um you say people won't have a choice mm -hmm. to take the vaccine mm -hmm. um I mean, do you think, is that like a definite statement or do you feel I would, like I would say there be some... I would say it probably is a definite statement because most people to be able to live, unless you're collecting, you know, you retired and you're collecting Social Security, um, 
you're going to have to work to provide for your family. And the only way to do that is to get, almost get the vaccine unless you can find a way that however they're going to validate if you have it or not, find a way to, um, you know, come up with like a phony piece of paper that says, hey, I got it. That looks legit. So what you're saying, people have to show that before they go in the store? That's what I'm, that, yeah. So, well, I mean, you people can do order in then. Mm-hmm. You can just order your groceries yep. instead of go to the grocery store. Yep. But you still have to wait to have a way to sustain yourself. Exactly. Excuse me. And you also have to have a way to pay for it, whether mm-hmm. it's a debit credit or, you know, this whole chip thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's ever going to come back up. Uh, yeah. I do remember that specifically. Mm-hmm. So, um, wow. So you basically think deeper mm-hmm. and then do your research. Exactly. And connect the dots from there. Yep. Interesting. Yep. And I, I do know, um, I think you and I've had this conversation mm-hmm. before about a lot of things that people don't pay attention to is movies because mm-hmm. a lot of things happen in movies and then they actually happen in real life and you think this is cinema but mm-hmm. lots of times I've always said you're giving ideas yeah. for terrorism because you're showing this mm-hmm. type of movie and then lo and behold within a year to five years something similar happens somewhere mm-hmm. and they're like oh it's a terrorist attack well yeah and then on top of that too like the whole theory of like the illuminati or the conspiracy behind that is um the illuminati is always known to tell you the truth and put it right in right in front of you but a lot of people feel like you were saying things is that far-fetched because it's a movie so come to find out i was watching i think it was a podcast something on youtube yesterday and there was a uh, i think it was in 2011 there was a captain america movie that came out he was in times square and there was a clip of him standing there and then you had a corona bottle like the beer like on a um a digital um billboard uh-huh. and then there they had like the how the coronavirus looks it was like an exploding thing of fireworks but it looked like the same exact structure and color and then to the right of that was a, a, a mask a white mask yeah, so I'm like they yeah now. Oh, because yep. now that you say that you know and a lot of people also don't realize that corona is not new no like i i heard a podcast and did some research and um the podcast was talking about how um it i was been there it was just called something else like first it was uh sars mm-hmm. or MRSA, mm-hmm. and it was a coronavirus and then it mutated into sars mm-hmm. and now we have this particular strain it's just mm-hmm. a mutated strain um and they were talking about it really actually comes from like bats yeah and and people are like how could that happen because it's a well, if you have an open market, mm-hmm. like they do, and, you know, somehow bad, fe- bad feces gets into the ice that mm-hmm. you're packing the fish in mm-hmm. before you sell it, mm-hmm. well, there it is. And now you've touched it and mm-hmm. you keep it. So it's very easy yeah. to think. Just like if you, I don't know if you've ever seen that thing where they um, they put something, uh, some spray something, mm-hmm. and you see how many times it's been touched in yeah. the germs. Yep. It's the exact same And scenario. then on, um, on top of that, too, for any like natural disease or virus that happens there's only one strand with the covid the coronavirus um there's two strands which would lead any any chemist to believe that that it was manipulated in some kind uh, some form by a human mm-hmm. um so it was definitely an enhanced uh virus that they've that they've helped create and i would almost wonder if they didn't put that into somebody and make them a walking weapon into like general public and just wow. touch and then i remember too when when the virus first broke out there was um, video clips of like people like licking their hands or spitting on like um, buttons for like the elevator and stuff like that in China. Really? Yep. Well, I do know that um, 
I mean, all of this is extremely interesting, and I see we're probably going to get mm-hmm. a lot of people in here. But um, I definitely want to do a part two with you. Okay. Um, because I, I, like I said, I, I think this is interesting. I definitely want to dig deeper into mm-hmm. it, and I'm going to take some of the things that you said and go look them up because okay. I want to see oh okay you know like you some of the things that you had already showed me so um we have hit about uh 19 minutes which is perfect and i'm just gonna say thank you for now again this has been devin jones you are on day 12 soul cafe and we always invite you to sit down with a soul on your radio all right thank you thank you that was devin jones talking about uh Corona conspiracy. And if you're anything like me, uh, there's a lot of information that he gave that uh, I would like to research. Um, I always want to understand and know for myself. But uh, we thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Tune in next time.